This episode is sponsored by Get Roman. So I was having sex with this guy a few nights ago and it was great. I came a lot, but I kind of wish that his dick was harder for longer. Like he came and like it was good because I had already come. But like if he hadn't come, then maybe I could have come more mm-hmm. is what I'm saying. And so um, I am going to getroman.com slash SMH to order some swipes for $10 off and free shipping. Wow. Uh, next time we fuck, I'm going to swipe him on his dick and he's gonna last longer well thank you for supporting the pod miriam <laughs> yeah if you want to fuck me you got to get some roman swipes so the swipes come in packages that look like condoms but they like don't look like condoms <laughs> <laughs> they're discreet unmarked packaging but they're like small little squares you can hide them in your wallet you swipe them on your dick five minutes before you're gonna bone and boom bitch boom. headed to bone town yeah population you <laughs> And whoever you're boning. So head to getroman.com slash SMH for $10 off your first order plus free shipping. Woo! Yay. This is Seven Minutes in Heaven, the Sex News Podcast with your co-host Ariel Kaplan and Miriam Jibatowski. Woo! Hey. So can you tell me about your date or your like your uh, your date yeah. appointment? So the night we recorded, yeah. I went on a date that night and um I left after 40 minutes. <laughs> I didn't mean that one, but yeah. I, I know, but that, yeah. the listeners know about it. Yeah. So yeah, I went on a date with this guy. He was really nice and smart, but um I didn't want to fuck him. So <laughs> Miriam texted me a thumbs down <laughs> emoji like at ten o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or nine. When when was your when was your our date? date was at nine and oh, I no, left yeah, okay. at nine forty five. Yeah, okay, that yeah. makes sense. <laughs> I know. He was really nice, though. So I How did you exit? Someone. Luckily, the bar was closing. They closed at 10. So I was like, we both went outside. And then he was like, do you want to take a walk? And I was like, I actually have a really bad headache, which was true. Mm. And that's how you do it, y'all. Boom shakalaka. And then what about this weekend? I got dicked down oh boy that's my girl you didn't know about it oh i didn't no (laughs) miriam has kept this a secret a juicy juicy secret yeah so juicy but sticky juice all over my face (laughs) okay i'm sorry go ahead (laughs) that was good (laughs) sticky juice all over your face yeah um this guy that i used to fuck in college he was one of my first fuck buddies vintage i know nothing like an like the thing is that we fucked a lot sophomore year and then not much after but during the time that we were having sex i thought he was really good so like i always had good vibes about his abilities um, and we hadn't had sex in sophomore year because he had a girlfriend. I had a boyfriend. Then we graduated. Uh, but he just moved back to New York. I saw a LinkedIn update. He has a really cool job. So I reached out to him and was like, that's a cool job. Like, are you in New York now? <laughs> and he was like, yeah. Um, and then he ended up matching me on Hinge, LOL. Ayo. Um, and then he just texted me and was like, let's hang out. So Hashtag SpawnCon. I know. Thanks, Hinge, for that. For <laughs> bringing me back to my college hookup yeah so then we i was kind of nervous because i was like maybe i just thought he was really good because i wasn't super experienced you know oh that is so valid yeah um but he was really good um he has really nice like, memory did not fail you it did not because we have muscle memory as in yeah. your vagina like our bodies new <laughs> <laughs> oh it's like riding a yeah, bike yeah ex- literally it's like riding was b- i like- also i rode him oh. i got on top and like 
I went to Sculpt Society that day, which is a really difficult class that I take. Um, I'm Miriam, and I do expensive <laughs> yoga. Cause I'm it wasn't yoga, Miriam, but sculpting bars. So <laughs> Pilates. It's um, it's kind of like lots of ass workouts. So oh. my thought, this were super sore, but I still rode the dick because it honestly felt amazing. Wow, like, dude, it hit I'm the impressed. spot. Um, this is why I work out, you guys, because I want to ride all the dicks in town. Into the sunset. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm riding into this town on a dick. <laughs> <laughs> no, but last night, this was so funny. Um, my roommate and I were at Union Pool, and I'm nervous, and she's not nervous, so I was kind of holding her back. And I was like, let's just stay here, see like what our pheromones attract. And we literally lifted our armpits, and I kid you not, within five seconds, a dude just zoomed up to us and was like i must be like the 100th person who said this tonight but you are so beautiful and i'm like literally no one has said that so (laughs) but so many dudes kept coming up to us who were more fucking uggo than the next yeah miriam comes over to us and she saves us and pulls us away from some weirdo um and you were like you don't have to talk to a fucking uggo if you don't want to don't waste your time don't waste his time right fuck his time but don't waste your time so i was practicing my head i could just i I should just be like i don't mean to be a bitch but like i'm really not interested or just like fucking uggo beard face (laughs) (laughs) you and your beard need to leave the thing is especially (laughs) union pool gives me like kind of anxiety about that because men are so sexually aggressive there and like really like can grab like i've been grabbed i've been stared at like I've dealt with the worst of mankind at Union Pool. Oh, wow. So now when men try to start shit with me, I don't give a fuck about their feelings. Like, I don't care about how harsh I am about rejecting them because I literally know that they're just going to turn around and go up to the next girl. Like, yeah, it's not going to hurt their feelings. You you're know? right. You're right. Especially because it's not like they are like, dear madam. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I saw you from across the room. <laughs> you know, they're just like, so you have a vagina. <laughs> My roommate was like, the audacity of them. <laughs> To think that they can approach us. Right? That's the thing. That's the attitude. Like, how dare you talk to me? You're disgusting. I'm upset that that's what my pheromones were attracting, though. What's going on with my body? (laughs) What is happening? Also, it was her pheromones, so. Yeah, maybe it was. (laughs) No, maybe it's her. (laughs) Anywho. There was something I wanted to address um, from the last episode. Uh, trigger warning trigger warning basically in the last episode we were talking about how this woman like stopped taking birth control and said she was on birth control oh yeah and having sex with a guy and we were like yeah i got really freaked out about the word rape mm-hmm. but it is rape mm-hmm. and um i just need to like come to terms with that it's just a hard word to mm-hmm. hear and to yeah. say but it was and it is so. oh well, what made you you were listening to the episode and i just kept thinking about it after we talked about it mm-hmm. and i was like no like that's rape yeah yeah. Yeah. I mean, all words lose their original meaning and morph into something else. And yeah. rape has just become a very scary, um, inflammatory. Is that the correct word? Yeah. Yeah. It definitely like causes a reaction in me. Yeah. Like I've reacted pretty strongly. I feel like when we talked about it last week. Yeah. And like people don't want to say like, yeah, I was raped. They'd be like, oh, um, I was something. Someone did something to me that I didn't want. Yeah. Well, that's rape. Baby. I feel even more comfortable saying like sexual assault because it feels more yeah. like a medical almost, you know? Yeah, but I don't like that term either. Yeah, it's not great. Uh, okay, let's move on. <laughs> Sorry. Excuse me. <laughs> All right. Bummer. No news. News. 
Um, all right. So for the loyal fans out there, you guys know that the UK has tried to block porn in the UK, basically making it so that you can only watch porn if you verify that you're over 18, either by buying like a special card ID thing or going through a system and registering into the system, which people were weird about. But obviously, it's super easy to get around because you could just get a VPN and then mm. use oh, porn. Duh. VPN. Yeah. So basically, they were supposed to, the UK was supposed to enact this plan in April and they just basically scrapped it. Um, Blowing me. <laughs> isn't that hilarious? That's great. Blowing me. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. So they're saying they're going to plan to quote unquote protect the children in other ways oh my god LMAO. like how uh, about go like brush your teeth <laughs> like truly brush your teeth you guys <laughs> <laughs> anyway back to you ariel <laughs> sugar daddy relationships are not all about sex new study finds seven different types of sugar relationships and a third claim they have never slept with their rich benefactors Ooh. that was one headline like, oh my god leave something to mystery jesus I mean, why like do i even have to say anything else about no, this study the whole thing <laughs> so this this study was published in the journal of sociological perspectives honestly that journal does not sound sexy <laughs> uh and it includes interviews with 48 current and former u.s sugar babies um a third of sugar but babies <laughs> a third of sugar babies have never had sex with their daddies i'm among those third i had a sugar daddy one time who i never met okay seven types of sugar relationships um unfortunately i only found five of them in this article (laughs) but they said there were seven yeah but i'm just gonna focus on these so the first one is sugar prostitution, which is exchanging Ooh. gifts for sex. More like sugar sex work. Yeah. Compensated dating, which is popular in Asia, apparently. Um, that's like giving money for attending things like uh, an event or just getting mm. coffee. Um, and this usually doesn't involve sex. Sugar dating, which is the most popular, um, which combines uh, companionship and sex. So like right. basically dating. But yeah. you, and then you get like a weekly allowance and all that jazz. Sugar friendships. Someone you're friends with just starts like sponsoring your shit and Guys. you have sex with them. Like, I mean, <laughs> I'll sign up. Do you have any wealthy friends you could think of? Yeah. 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 Wealthy enough. Yeah. Um, the last one is pragmatic love. This is this is funny to me. They wrote two people who hope to end up together with the woman who is taking care of for the rest of her life. So basically a housewife. Like a trophy wife right or yeah, yeah. A housewife yeah it's just, like just, just just all the these westchester are just relationships. Moms. sorry westchester but yeah like <laughs> you're dating with some you're dating someone who you want to be with but the but you're with them i guess because you know that they're going to financially support you for the rest of your life like isn't that isn't just it? called marriage right like at least the patriarchy yeah you know? yeah like the american dream that's the american dream mm-hmm. i mean the 50s american dream yeah yeah there That's is no, true. there is no more of an American dream. It's dead. <laughs> it's death. <laughs> That's what it is. Okay, back to you, Miriam. <laughs> All right. Okay. So, the Polish government is just voted in favor of a bill they haven't passed it yet to criminalize the promotion of underage sexual activity. Yay. Um, and <laughs> that kind of phrasing could theoretically lead to the ban of sex education in general because what? if you're technically you could say oh 
this is how you practice safe sex to someone under 15 years old that could technically be seen as encouraging underage sex um and so a lot of people have been protesting which is really great protesting is important and they've been carrying signs that's basic that says education protects against violence banning sex ed is rape um i don't know if we should have a trigger warning before i think it's okay and i I agree. agree Um, and basically the conservative party that's in Poland right now, it's called PIS. Um, it's just like, yeah, (laughs) I know. (laughs) Piss. Um, (laughs) yeah, they're just like homophobic and shitty. And I just hope that this doesn't pass. And I'm happy to see that the Polish people are fighting against this. Good for them. Um, and it's just kind of insane that like, like it's 2019. Just guys, please. You can't, everyone says that for every year. I know. Like, that's not a good phrase. I know. Okay, back to you, Ariel. Blue balls are fake. (laughs) No shit. (laughs) (laughs) It's gonna hurt if I don't come. Have you ever been guilted into fucking someone because of blue balls? No. I mean, they've tried, but. Oh, they've tried. Oh, they've tried. Yeah, I can't see you doing that. Yeah, that's so pathetic if you're like, it's gonna hurt. Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Go brush your teeth. <laughs> That's our new tagline. Go, Go brush, brush your, your teeth. Fucking disgusting. Teeth. I want that on a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> um, I the one time I remember this vividly was after I went to date party freshman year with the, this guy that I liked who I'd been hooking up with all all through college afterwards. So this first experience did not deter me from it which is just fucked and kind of sets a precedent for the rest of our relationship but um it was one of he was like the third person i had sex with in Mm -hmm. and the first one being like a month earlier right so it was pretty new and he had like a really big thick girthy dick Mm -hmm. we're having sex and so it was hurting me i was not very used to it i was drunk we probably probably weren't using lube um and i probably didn't do sufficient foreplay yeah it was it was all horrible and i was like this hurts and he got mad at me and he was like seriously you're not gonna let me finish like i have blue balls and i was like okay wow give me his first name and his last name no but listen uh when all the me too stuff was happening i texted him oh shit Dude, I, I shared this on orgasmic this was like a year ago i sent him a message and i was like hey i just think that you should know that this happened and that like I just feel like it's a, it's appropriate for me to tell you this now in this climate so you don't do that again to someone else and yeah. he texted me back a very very nice message it was a really Word. pleasant exchange good yeah. for you yeah and so I posted it and then other people did the same thing they reached out to people who fucked them up and like he didn't know yeah that's shitty i don't blame him he was a freshman in college and i think that his response to me proved that he has really matured and grown since then and so i was happy for him and me (laughs) (laughs) okay but anyway um blue balls are not really real they're a little real before a dude comes his balls go up that's right miriam actually taught that to me the other day yeah well on the podcast she taught all of us um so the balls go up because the semen is collecting in the ejaculatory ducts within the prostate and then if you suddenly stop um being sexually aroused or like uh, being touched and whatever um you don't get that the boys don't get that release or penis havers don't get that release and so it does feel kind of uncomfortable which Mm -hmm. makes sense but it's not a big deal yeah 
This urologist, Dr. Paul Durek, says it's temporary and certainly not anything dangerous. As he relaxes, the discomfort goes away. It doesn't become worse. Um, and women actually have it, too. This doctor said that we go through this thing called engorgement when we're being stimulated. Blood rushes to our vulva. And so I guess it all just engorges. And they didn't specifically say the clit, but like that's what I notice the most when your clit gets um, really engorged. Mm, yeah, you know? yeah. Um, I never feel your your um, labia does too. Yeah, yeah. Your whole right. pussy is like filled. You know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember when I was younger, and I would masturbate like t- too much, and my vagina was just inflamed. Whoa, that's kind of hot. Is it? <laughs> it's like fifteen. <laughs> you little horny. <laughs> I did the same. I was thing. Like I can't do but this to my clit anymore. I didn't really notice like changes in my vagina until I started dating my ex because he'd be like. Oh my god you're so engorged right now and then i would start paying attention to it that's more. so funny yeah engorged, engorged. <laughs> <laughs> um so anyway it does happen to women i don't feel any discomfort merged to you um i mean if i don't nut i don't really that doesn't really <laughs> happen it doesn't happen but if i don't like there, there are times when i don't nut um and it I don't know if it hurts, but I definitely am like just angry and like physically like unsatisfied. <laughs> I just turn into the Hulk and like yeah. that's it. <laughs> that's what happens when girls have blue balls. Yeah. Dr. Ruth calls it blue lips. <laughs> and I think yeah. that's adorable. Yeah. So we're going to call it that. Uh, anyway, don't let any penis person guilt you into nutting them off. Back to you, Miriam. Back to me, Miriam. Back to you, Miriam. I don't know if you guys know this about me. I'm a pescatarian, so I eat fish and cheese and eggs but i don't eat yummy chicken and the meats above that but anyway i'm not a vegan i wanted to be when i started this whole journey but i just stopped at pescatarian for the past four years anyway the reason why i bring that up is know your limits yeah apparently vegans have higher sex drives and maybe better in bed oh this is because circulation is a key factor in sexual pleasure if you have blood flowing, you can get your blood flow into your genitals, you mm-hmm. know? Um, and there are foods that boost circulation, including cayenne pepper, dark chocolate, fruits, mm. leafy greens, sunflower seeds, and beets. Ew, so I hate beets. That's anti-Russian. Is it? You. I mean, borscht is really borscht, good, but I don't yeah. like beets, but I like borscht. Okay. Which is beet soup, so like I don't even know. Um, but basically, when you're consuming more fruits and vegetables and eating a healthier diet, you're less likely to be on medication that can reduce your libido and your sexual performance. You're more likely to be energetic. You're more likely to have um, your blood circulating, as I said. Um, and in general, plant-based diets help unclog your arteries from the fatty deposits left in like meat and cheese. It's almost like if you lead a healthy life, every aspect <laughs> of your life is better. <laughs> i don't know i'm just gonna skip to doing drugs and eating grilled cheeses for all of my meals (laughs) um and also going vegan actually apparently increases your serotonin levels which also increases your happiness and your sex drive so i don't know i don't know if i'll ever make it to vegan but um i'm trying and i think just the general i mean you could still eat meat but just like maybe try to get healthier if you want to fuck longer and better I bet it doesn't even make that big of a difference. <laughs> like if you're a healthy person, then going from that to being to to being a vegan, yeah, yeah I just feel knows. like it wouldn't really like you, for example. I mean, you're, when you're so healthy in general. Yeah. You work out a lot. You work out so much. Yeah, and you I eat got well into it. for the most part. Yeah. yeah. Cool. <laughs> 
but I'm still fat, you guys. Don't worry. You're not <laughs> fat, Miriam. I mean, I'm, I'm a we big We can't girl. say that. People are going to tell us we're fat phobic. No, I am fat. That's I wouldn't not, call you fat. It's not phobic to call myself fat. I'm not mad about I it. I guess, do you think that chubby and fat are the same? Yeah. I call myself chubby usually because it's lighter, but yeah. like, yeah. I think it's the same thing as fat. Yeah. I mean, I also call myself fat, but. Um, You're not. Yeah. Actually. I I don't think I'm fat, but I was fat. Yeah. So I've, I got to say it. it. I still get to say it. <laughs> get the identity. All right. Is it my turn? Yeah. Bitch? Back to you, Ariel. Have you ever went through your partner's phone when they weren't looking? No, but like I'll, I'll peek if there's a notification, you know? You will? I won't open it, but I'll like look at your phone. Hmm. A lot of people do that. <laughs> yeah. HP... The computer oh. companies in a survey they interviewed 4,500 people and six out of 10 of those surveyed admitted to looking at their partner's private texts and photos without them knowing. Whoa. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. Yeah, would I you? Do that. Have you done that? I read my mom's diary when I was little, but that's it. That's, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> no, I never looked at my my ex's phone ever. Yeah. I and feel like usually if you need their phone, they just give it to you yeah i don't even like feel like i ever used his phone yeah no one texted my ex so there was nothing to read <laughs> well we got around the same page um yeah. that was it so what are we talking about today Ariel? Threesomes. <laughs> Nailed it. Um, have you ever had a threesome? Wait, did I dream this or did you- it, we talked about this last? <laughs> we were Facetiming at like five in the morning today, post going out. So it was like technically last night, but I'm today. angry. And yeah, we were talking about threesomes, and you kept asking me questions, and I was like, save it for the pod. <laughs> I didn't know that Miriam had a threesome before. Yeah, I did. No, I didn't know she had sex with a woman. Yeah, yeah. You That's what that. shocked me. Yeah, I I don't know. I just feel like you told me you wanted to. Well, I feel like it didn't. Not that it didn't count, but it was. I knew there was something. It wasn't like to complete. Like, I don't know. She had an orgasm. That's fine. I, mean, I think she orgasmed, but not like just from me. I don't know. It didn't feel like. Like, I think that didn't, doesn't check off my fuck up person with a vagina box you know okay so you did or you didn't i mean i ate her out and like i fingered her yeah that's like sex sex. yeah did you touch her boobs yeah okay did you make out with her lips yeah okay i think i think you had sex with her (laughs) did you see a nipple i saw both it counts (laughs) but yeah so so i had a threesome with two dudes you did with a dude and a girl so i've had one threesome and then i've had a foursome really with th- mom you should stop listening <laughs> i've never said that before oh wow okay mom I, stop. I mean you can if you want to but like you might not want to <laughs> sorry everyone else okay i'll, I'll do should i You're tell so both flustered I do you want to gather yourself i'm okay okay go ahead <laughs> just weird to think of my mom listening to this right now but that's true of every episode and i've said some other crazy shit so mm-hmm. buckle up you're unhinged <laughs> yeah i mean no, you're you have hinged. to be you're hinged like a door with uh, uh, some 
melted butter on it. Oh, wow. That's hot. Yeah. I love melted butter. Mm, me too. All right. So I had the foursome before I had the threesome. The foursome was with three men. Oh, my God. It wasn't really a foursome because, like, they weren't interacting with each other. So I guess it was more of a gangbang. Yeah, I was about to say. Is Should I save that for the gangbang episode then? That story? Are we doing a gangbang episode soon? We should. I guess. Okay. So. I don't know. Whatever. Well, I guess stay tuned. Yeah. I'll save that story. So. Okay. So talk about your threesome. My threesome. Okay. So there was this guy. I was. I was. So I studied abroad in Thailand my Mm -hmm. junior year in the fall. And I broke my foot while I was in Thailand. So I was on crutches for like a month. And I finally got off the crutches. I was in an air cast. And it was like the first time that I could really be independent and go somewhere by myself. Because basically, like, I still had the best time and went out all the time on my crutches. But I needed help. I needed people to help me. Like, I couldn't really go out alone. Wow. And so. That's such a buzzkill. Yeah, I know. So the. (laughs) You're a buzzkill. The air cast was like still really embarrassing. I was walking around with an air cast. But I was like, definitely could do stuff alone. So I was really excited. The first day I had it. I went to this cafe by myself to do like one of our projects or one of our assignments for school was to go to a temple and observe. And I wasn't really able to go when I was on crutches. So I went and then I went to this nearby cafe and there was this guy there that I had matched with on Tinder like earlier in the week. And he was just there. Like we didn't plan on meeting up or anything. He was literally at the cafe and he like comes up to me and he's like, didn't we match on Tinder? (laughs) And I was like, yeah. And then we just started talking. Wait, was he Thai? No, no. He was British. Oh, yeah blimey blimey i know lots of british references today um we started talking and then he was saying like oh i'm actually meeting up with a friend at this like lake today do you want to come um and he kind of was like dropping hints about wanting to have a threesome with me and this girl like Mm -hmm. i kind of knew that that's what he wanted so we went to the lake and i met his friend she's thai um and we just hung out and just like drank beers and like chilled by this lake thing and then we went back to her place and she had granola bar edibles Mm. so we ate them and we were hanging out she actually introduced me to the band the glass animals she was playing them all night she's like an artist she's really cool um we were just hanging out and then i think i just started making out with her hot um yeah and then we ended up having a threesome and like i think if i had a threesome now i would have done it a little differently because we didn't really talk about it beforehand like we just did it mm-hmm. um and it was really fun like that was the first time i ever got spanked really hard Ooh. and like she took pictures oh. of us it was really hot do you like, have those pics yeah i do like deep deep buried but That's i'll so find hot. them yeah yeah put them on our patreon <laughs> for real <laughs> um yeah it was really fun like i've never before then or since like really touched pussy or interacted with it so it was like kind of intimidating and I, I I feel like I didn't really know what I was doing or did a good job but mm-hmm. this guy was having such a good time too and that was kind of nice like at the end he was like I'm gonna write about this in my diary <laughs> that is fucking adorable yeah it was fun it was like definitely um I was young and I feel like after doing that I was kind of like I don't think I would want to do this again because I like when sex is all about me <laughs> and the attention's all on me. Mm-hmm. But ha- like for this episode, I did a lot of research about threesomes and in general, obviously I'm more involved in the sex community. So I read about them. And I think that like if there had been more communication or and I had, be- or I had been more prepared for it, it could have been like even more fun, but it was fun. Like it was a good experience. It just, after that, I was kind of like, I don't really want to do that again. Because, oh, even if you prepare and talk about it well, before now I'm thinking if I prepare and talk about it, maybe, mm. but um i just like the intimacy of one other person um but who knows maybe another another day 
another every life. Time. Yeah. Um, so mine also, there wasn't really much communication before. So I matched with this dude on Hinge or something. And I went to a boozy brunch, got fucked up, went over to his place, had never met him before. Shit. Uh, I asked him if it, I asked him if he had any roommates just to know, like, I don't know. I was making conversation. And he was like, why are you trying to have a threesome? And I was like, uh, uh, maybe, <laughs> I, don't, I guess if that's on the table, like send me a picture. <laughs> he was cute. It was this Indian and this Jewish dude. The Indian was not circumcised. And that was my second non-circumcised penis that I dealt with. And he wasn't really getting hard, which was annoying. But, um, so right beforehand so the roommates are best friends they both had threesomes before but never with each other and i was really nervous i was like i feel like i'm gonna have to be putting in work and shit and like two penis it's intense and they were like no think of it as like we're doing everything to you it's fine and um i was mostly just getting railed by the jewish kid and i actually squirted all over their sofa the other guy was just like not getting hard and and i was trying to give him head and it just like wasn't fun so afterwards i texted the jewish kid and was like want to link up just us two and he was like um i'm actually trying not to have sex anymore right now or whatever i'm like i just had a threesome with you and your roommate so (laughs) that was super harsh um and then the funny thing about this threesome is that it was one of my first big instagram stories on orgasmic that i did a q a for and i've and by big, I mean, like, I think I got a lot of followers from it. Oh. And this was before Orgasmic was deleted. So my ex looked at the story and he, after some time, told me that when he first watched it, he was so jealous and really, really angry. And then that jealousy turned into uh, a turn on. And he and he watched it a few times and said that, like, he jacked off to it and then started oh thinking God. about me, like getting fucked by someone else and then coming over to his place and getting fucked by him and like and that's when i started getting into cuckolding yeah porn so if you guys haven't heard my episode on girls on porn about cuckolding i talk about that i talk about this then also um so it's funny how his his like how my porn interest arose from him being jealous yeah over my threesome um I have like made out. I gave head with a dude with my best friend once in college. Whoa, that's hot. Um, yeah, he was a really bad kisser, and then she like left, and then it was just me and him. And so then I ran out of the bathroom <laughs> after her. Uh, but anyway, but point for both of them, there wasn't communication about like rules, like what's going on, right, etc. And sex is always better with communication yeah and i feel like when we're talking about tips and when i go over my study and stuff like just the the bottom line is communicate and it'll be better right and that's just true all the time in all situations ever in life yeah especially in sex but Mm -hmm. in life too i don't think we need to even do this podcast yeah you got it mic drop (laughs) (laughs) um okay do you want me to do this study yeah okay so the study is called my partner was just all over her jealousy communication and rules in mixed sex threesomes so this was published in the journal of culture health and sexuality and it's based on an interviews between 20 men and women so it's pretty small yeah um there's not a lot of studies about threesomes yeah there surprisingly aren't. so this was actually done by a dude who um he, he has a phd he was having a lot of threesomes and 
was intrigued by the fact that people weren't really communicating and wanted to know to know how other people perceive threesomes. So that's why he set out to do all these interviews. Um, and this is going to be in the show notes as always. So you can click and the full study is there. So here's some of the results that he found through his interviews. Young people are more more likely to have threesomes than older people like a dur. I don't know. That wasn't a dur for me. Really? I feel like older people are like swinging and stuff more. I guess that's true, but I think that right now, younger people people are are more more progressive. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But like there, there definitely are swingers. Um, Men are motivated to have threesomes to get sexual experience and to say that they had one. Whereas women like threesomes to explore their sexuality, to make their partner happy and to seize the opportunity to sleep with a specific person. I love that. (laughs) Classic. Men are more often disappointed in the threesomes because they aren't as good as they expected. Lol. Um, Probably they like see, they expect what they see in porn. Right. Um, and women feel the opposite and think that threesomes are better than oh. they expected, which is so cool. Probably because they're like, oh, wait, I do like girls. <laughs> yeah, girls are beautiful and amazing. So. <laughs> um, and I didn't mean that people who have uh, threesomes are secretly gay. I just think that all women are fluid. Even though when a good friend of mine who I obviously won't name um, is gay and uh, like her I think you actually know about the actually no you don't but her journey into um, her sexuality like she was straight and or like yeah she identified as straight and she just did a lot of threesomes like with a man and then a woman mm-hmm. and that's kind of how she explored her sexuality and like uh, I think got experience with women and then for a while before coming out and so she wasn't bisexual. She was lesbian. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I don't really know what her sexuality is fully, but like, yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. What else? Oh, this is cool. Research shows that as homophobia is diminishing, men are more comfortable having sex um, in front of other men. Word. And dudes find the FMM female, male, male um, threesomes as a bonding experience, not a homosexual one. So that's like my threesome. Yeah. They were just best friends. They both had done it themselves and they weren't interacting. I should have said that. They were not making out with each other or right. anything. Um, and kind of obvious from how you were describing it that they weren't. <laughs> okay. Well, my roommate did not think that was obvious. And I was like, if that, if they were hooking up, I would have like been talking about yeah. that in detail. That's kind of weird for me, like to have a threesome with two people who aren't interacting with each other. That, that's not a threesome to me, I feel like, right? That's what she was saying. But there's, I think it's just a different dynamic. Yeah, no, that's fair. Like you are both having, you could say that's just two, that's just one person having sex with two people at the same time, but like that is a threesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it is. Technically, it is. It is. Yeah. Um, couples who had threesomes with another partner um were the ones who were most jealous so like um a stranger Mm. and not literally a stranger but couples and then a random person rather than no one's in a relationship yeah um and so that was most common when the people felt like they weren't getting enough attention so me hooking up me in a threesome and my boyfriend's fucking the other girl way more and then i'm getting jealous because of that right it's like pretty obvious though like you're gonna be upset unless you like it and you want to watch it yeah okay (laughs) my next bullet point communication is key to a good experience when you're in a relationship but not necessarily when you're not for casual relationships there was way less discussion and that didn't Mm -hmm. necessarily 
decrease the experience. Um, but I think when there's less communication for partners, because there's more room to be jealous, right? Um, that can make it even worse. And threesomes can also offer couples a sexual release and not actually tear them apart by like introducing something new. So um, if you're interested in having a threesome, you should make sure that your partner is doing it because they want to and not just because you want to because otherwise someone will get jealous. Right. Yeah. You shouldn't agree to a threesome if it's not what you want to do. Like it's a great birthday present to give someone, but if you're not into it and you're going to feel shitty after it's not worth it. Yeah. But if like both of you want it, then it'll be like that. You'll get that couple's sexual release. Yeah. That good, good. And like an element of not having to necessarily open up your relationship and be poly, but like mm-hmm. be able to bring some variety yeah. into the bedroom. And, like and it's, and it's a thing that you're, you're sharing together. You're yeah. doing it's an act. Both of y'all's. Yeah. Like Which, the whole yeah. process of like finding someone to the actual act and then like, whatever happens afterwards mm-hmm. is something that you do together. I think I can only have another right now. I can only see myself having threesomes with strangers or like a good friend or not a good friend, like a, a casual friend. Yeah. Like I wouldn't want to have the threesome with you, but that I hurts, would with like maybe a friend of yours who I am not very close. to. I know with. who you're thinking about. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Wait, who do you think I'm thinking I'm, of? I'm just kidding. I, I don't know. <laughs> You do have some hot friends. I do, yeah. I mean, now so I'm thinking you. of someone. Me? <laughs> yeah. You. Yeah. My friends are fucking hot. Yeah, we're hot bitches. And mm-hmm. hot bitches hang out with other hot bitches. Mm-hmm. That's how it mm-hmm. works. Yeah, yeah. That's how it is. So if you're, when you're on a dating app and you see a dude and all of his friends are ugly, then he's probably a loser. Yeah. I mean, you could also just see his face, right? <laughs> no, I think that if he's handsome, but everyone around him is ugly, <laughs> that he has a bad personality. That's my opinion. <laughs> Yeah, like why is he hanging up? People, I mean, people who are like of the more same to life than looks. <laughs> Childhood friends. I don't think that's true, Miriam. <laughs> <laughs> there certainly can be exceptions to the rule, but I'm right. sticking to my rule of thumb. Back to you, Miriam. <laughs> All right. Um. So I'm not doing a study, but I was going to give tips for how to have a great threesome. Ooh. And as we were me. talking about, there's a. There is a difference between like a couple looking for a threesome and then strangers. Um, And I'm going to most of my tips focus a little more on couples Mm -hmm. because I feel like when you are a strange stranger and like looking to have a threesome with strangers, it's less there's there's less stakes. Like Mm -hmm. if it doesn't go well, it doesn't. It's just like, oh, that was an awkward experience. But if you're a couple and it doesn't go well, that can like cause problems in your relationship. Yeah, totally. Um, But either way, if you're in a couple or if you're by yourself, um, you have to communicate. Um, but if you're in a couple, make sure before you go into it, you set boundaries with your partner and tell them like, try to understand why you want to have a threesome, what you want out of it. You can even like incorporate it into your dirty talk, like what it would be like to have a third person there to like actually almost picture it, mm. uh, before you do it to see like how it feels. A little test trial. Exactly. Cause you might react really like really negatively to it and then you'll know maybe that's not something you want to do um i never had a threesome with my ex but sometimes we would talk about a third person that's hot when we were like sexting yeah um also oh i always see this on field because it's a really common app for threesomes is like looking for a unicorn and Mm -hmm. i really hate that because a unicorn is someone who uh is equally like super into both genders or all genders 
Um, I think the term does technically refer to both, but I'm assuming all genders. Yeah, just it's someone who will be having sex with everyone. And it's like super enthusiastic. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that's the wrong way to look at it. I think if you're a couple and you're introducing a third person, you kind of have to be like, you guys are the ones who are like making them feel really comfortable because they're coming into this thing and they don't really know you. Whereas you guys have this dynamic, you know, like... I don't think it's fair to be like, you have to be really obsessed with us. And like, yeah, but what if a, uni- what if a, s- a self-proclaimed unicorn wants that? Uh, yeah. Unless that's exactly what they want. But like, I think that no one is going to like, even if you are into all genders and sexualities, you're not necessarily going to be equally attracted to both people in the threesome. You know, one might be hotter than the other. One might be more your type. One yeah. But there's a difference between like, um, someone who's heteroflexible hooking up with a, a man and a woman um, versus someone who does feel like they're equally attracted to men and women. Yeah. No, you know what I true. mean? That's yeah. Um, but I also got what you're saying. It's just like there's always going to be bias. <laughs> you're always yeah. going to lean more towards one person unless like, I mean, yeah, it's just impossible to be equally attracted to everyone always. Yeah. And I think it's more just about like the respect because you're looking for a third person. They're like a human. They're not just like, a sex object yeah. I guess is kind of tr- what I'm trying to get and at you're like, like fetishizing them but some people like to yeah. be fetishized exactly so yeah, yeah. but yeah I guess it's it, true I get what you're saying yeah um and then before you like if you're looking for a threesome on an app like you should be really clear about what you want you should put it in your profile like don't beat around the bush like I mean, looking for a unicorn yeah yeah <laughs> and like make it make it a fun thing like one person can manage it both of you can manage it but like communicate beforehand um and go on a date before and like just talk about it all together like get drinks Mm. And be like, you can talk about what you want from the threesome. Um, and then Dan Savage says this a lot, but like in a threesome at some point, it's going to be a twosome and one person's going to be excluded. Ooh. That happened in my threesome. Honestly, that was kind of why I felt a little shitty because I didn't communicate. Mm. I just kind of was like, I'm tired. You guys just go. But then I felt kind of excluded. And Dan Savage says, expect that, prepare for it. Maybe talk about how you're going to act when it happens, but also just communicate. Be like, Hey guys, like I'm right here. Mm-hmm. Like I feel sad. And then yeah. we'll bring you in, you, you know, just see you like touching yourself until they're like noticing you again, or you can kind of see where you can fit yourself in there. What can be stimulated, but you could also just be like, guys, remember yeah. me, yeah. <laughs> you know, you could just insert yourself yeah. and like, you should feel comfortable doing that. Yeah. Um, have a plan. Yeah. And check in, check in a lot during during the threesome like make sure everyone's still feeling good you know just you have to be extra communicative even more so than when it's just two people because Mm -hmm. three people just adds so much more complexity yeah so if you're not good at communicating if you're not good at communicating maybe you just shouldn't have a threesome or maybe it's a good way to practice your communication skills Mm, always looking (laughs) at the glass half full aren't you (laughs) i really am yeah is that it that's that's all the tips i got all right biggest takeaway communicate communication respect people um and have fun threesomes are the biggest fantasy yeah 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 the biggest fantasy that people have threesomes and i think it's like i feel like people feel like they have to have that fantasy well like i said with the guys they feel like they they want to do it just so that they can say that they've done it because everyone else wants to do it and it's honestly like hot. that's kind of why i did it too i was like oh it's a bucket list item like mm. what else am i gonna have a threesome like i should just fucking go for it you yeah know? yeah like why not i can't say i'm very turned on by an idea i think that like when i'm on molly 
Like I'm, I do want to have sex with everyone or at least be touching everyone. I don't think if I had a boyfriend or a significant other that I would want to bring a third person, but I've definitely like been almost approached by couples and I got scared, but I was really turned on by the idea mm. of being a third with a couple. I have too. It's, I mean, online and in person, but a lot online for me it's more in person online I'm kind of like I don't know about this but in person it's like this couple and they're like being nice to you and it's just like you're getting so much you're be- really being like I mean no one has ever I haven't gone to the point of being wined and dined or anything but I've definitely uh-huh. like I remember there was this one couple like two years ago I can't forget about them they, they were both curly and really tall which like I'm curly and really I'm tall yeah. I'm, they were taller than me though and I love tall That's and cute. I was just like so into them and they were just like being really nice to me and it just felt so good You're like my new parents it's like two people with. yeah exactly like I love even third wheeling sometimes when a couple's like when we're all kind of fucked up and they're just being like really nice to me and stuff I'm like <laughs> is this gonna be the reason like with your friends <laughs> not with close friends but like uh, I've had situations where I've been like kind of third wheeling a couple and then they're like we're all drunk and just like touching Uh, (laughs) you know you have a fantasy yeah i think that your friends i think my fantasy is to like meet i think i wish i had followed through with those tall curly haired that tall curly haired couple if you're out there yeah if you're listening please reach out to me um and let's get drinks you can email us at vsmhpod at gmail.com or dm smhpod on instagram um miriam yes i don't think we should answer a question today no i agree cool bye no just kidding (laughs) you didn't think we'd let you off that easy (laughs) um just a reminder that if you want to last longer in bed you can head to getroman.com slash smh for ten dollars off your first order of roman swipes and free shipping wow ruhaha also miriam and i have made it to um the top 100 sexuality podcasts in america yeah which is super cool i think dan savage's first um the way that the ranking works is like the more reviews and uh ratings that we have and subscribers the higher we get on it so thank you guys so much that's really really cool yeah um but we need you to work a wee bit harder yeah and leave some more reviews take your friends phones yeah i just remembered our fucking event Oh my goodness. We should have said this at the beginning. Well, I can well, just can edit it. Oh my gosh, the magic of editing. Yeah, the magic of editing. Um, but we're having an event at Shag on November 13th. and we're That's gonna, in Williamsburg. Yeah, Shag is a sex shop in Williamsburg. We'll be selling tickets probably uh, two weeks before. So like November 1st. Yeah. We'll start selling tickets. Oh my God. Um, so keep your eyes peeled for that. It's going to be a re- pretty on. small venue. So if you want to go, you need to buy a ticket because it's probably going to sell out. Yeah. Um. Yeah. We actually only have like 25 yeah, there's Tickets it's available. very limited. Uh, there's going to be a lot of free shit. Yeah, we're, we're really excited. We kind of went all out f- for DS. Yeah, it's our first live event. We're excited, and we hope yeah. if you're in New York or if you're going to be in the area that you show up and meet us. Yeah. So this is the announcement of the tickets that we don't know when we're going to put them up. So November first. Okay. All right. I'll we do decided it. November first. <laughs> um. So subscribe and also turn your notifications on for Horgasmic and SMH pod because we'll put all that shit in our bios and stuff. Yeah. All right. I'm 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 good to go. Yeah, me too. Okay, bye. Love you guys. Bye. Bye.